everyone. Welcome to Special Grade Snacks, the Jujutsu Kaisen watch-along podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Kay. How you doing? I'm good. Feeling feeling regular about these episodes? They were the most normal episodes I've ever seen of the show. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, I'll go over the information of the episodes, but if you haven't seen them, like you probably don't even need to watch these ones, honestly. Yeah, definitely. You can those are these are these are skippables to me. Okay. We will start with Jujutsu Kaisen episode 11. This one is called Narrow-Minded. We'll have to watch out for who we think is narrow-minded, because I'm not sure. Yeah. Sometimes he tricks you with these titles. Alright, well this episode starts with how the last episode ended, which is uh, Mahito's feet. Just to, in case you had forgotten about his, his tricky foot trick. Mahito has got him, and he's got energy. He's got, he's got toes. Damn. And he's got toes. <laughs> He does have toes. He's got hooves and he's got toes. All right. But uh, Nanami is doing his special move where he takes off his necktie and he increases his power somehow. He's got a time-based pact. He's, yeah. he's less... <laughs> Why he does this? Wow, a time-based pact. I don't know yeah. what this means. It's 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 like... um They'll get into this more later. Um, This isn't really spoilers, but they'll talk about this, I think, next season probably. Um, there's the thing called like heavenly restriction, which is like, this is what, this is, um, one of the reasons that like, for example, Maki's, uh, ability to use cursed weapons is so strong. Like she is, she is restricted from like actually using, using or even seeing cursed energy. And she gives it up in exchange for that power, basically that strength. Hmm. So Nanami's heavenly restriction is that from nine to five I will be cringe, but after that I will after that is over I will be based and I will be based in overtime pilled. I don't really understand it, but I just allow it to occur. They'll they'll they'll, they'll explain. They'll explain. You you will you will hear the words of heavenly restriction. Okay, and then Nanami says, "Let me explain to you how my power works." Uh huh. And he says, "I I can do this to an apple." Yeah, he's <laughs> an apple or a plane or something else like a car or something. He can he can seven to three objects as well as people, mm-hmm. and your arm or your foot or such a thing. And then he does it to a wall. He says ratio technique collapse. First Mahito says omoshidoi and jumps down and is like let's fucking go. Yeah, he wants to do a fight, but yeah, Nanami doesn't really want to do a fight. He's like, he's like, there's two ways I can win here. I can uh, like make him use up all his energy. There's no way I can do that. Or I can do one really big move and hope that it kills him and run away. Hmm. <laughs> So he does his big move, he attacks a wall, and then there's, like, gravel falling on him, on Mahito. Yeah, it, yeah. He, he hits the wall at the 7-3 to three point, which causes it to explode, and all the chunks that explode out are, like, imbued with curse energy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Mahito's like, oh, I should dodge this, and then uh, yeah. Nanami chops his leg so he can't, and then runs uh-huh. away. He says, he, he says, I, hey, I hope you survive this one, bro. Uh, if we do, let's meet again someday. And there's like a shot when Nanami walks right past Mahito and it looks like there's like, if you freeze it right, you, you, you posted this the other night. Yeah, I froze it right. You did freeze it right. And it looks like they might go in for a kiss, which is like. Yeah, it's like the traditional like anime thing of like when two characters are like crossing paths, they like, their phases get really close to each other and you're like, what? And then they just like walk by each other. Mm-hmm. But in a murder scenario, Nanami does say, if you survive, let's meet again, which isn't very Nanami-ish, I don't think, but it is what he said. <laughs> uh, that's the, the end of that. And then we go to the most important part of the show, which is... Uh, the anime it, opening. No. Well, that does, it is what happens, but that's not what I'm referencing. Skipping, I know it skipping the entrance, we go to Itadori and Junpei are hanging out 
at the little Japanese river thing. Mm-hmm. You know, the traditional very, very small river. And Ichidori is like, did you just did you just feel the earth shake? And <laughs> yeah. Junpei was like, yeah, it was like a magnitude two, which is, yeah. I, I like the fact that Junpei is like just diagnosing uh, earthquake magnitudes. I diagnose you with magnitude two, yeah. <laughs> so so Itadori has, has gotten Junpei to interrogate him, basically, but he's calling Ijichi on the phone and he's not answering. Because right. he's very busy trying to catch the little gremlin that they released. Yeah. <laughs> so Itadori is like, mm, I think that I can do this. I'll question Junpei. And he's like, hey. Did you at the, at the movie theater on that day see anything evil like this little guy that I have? And Junpei says no. And Itadori says, "I trust you implicitly." Yeah. So Junpei has a flashback during this where he's like, Mahito showed him a button. Who knows where he got that? But he said, "If you see anyone with this swirly button, it means that they're a friendly Jujutsu sorcerer, and I think you should be friends with them." Where did he get that button? My brain's been, like, picking at that for a while. Like, there's... How about this? From Ghetto, obviously. He went to the school, right? Ah! Your mind! (laughs) (laughs) I had never considered that. I was like, who is the poor poor Jujutsu high schooler who we never saw Mahito Ice to get that button? But no, it's definitely Ghetto. Yeah. He's up to something. We'll talk about it later. Mm-hmm. I'm very suspicious of Geta. Anyway, <laughs> Junpei's like, uh, I don't know why Mahito would want me to be friends with a Jujutsu sorcerer when he's clearly fighting them, but I guess I'll do this. And Itadori sits down and he's like, well, can you wait for my boss to get here and ask you questions too? And Junpei's fine with this. Yeah, he's just like, yeah, sure, I can chill. I'll, uh, he, he won't be long. You, you, seem, you seem polite. I will be, fr- I, I have to make friends. My boss said I have to make friends with you, so. So I guess I will. Uh, do you like yeah. do you like movies? What movie were you seeing that day? This is such a. It's very cute. They just like talk about movies they like for a few minutes. It's really sweet. Yeah, Junpei's like, mm, it's an old movie. You wouldn't have heard of it. <laughs> He's like a big movie snob. And he is. He's like, mm, actually, I saw that one and it was boring. Yeah, <laughs> I love the fancy things because Junpei is like, it was human. It was Human Earthworm Three, and Itadori was like. Oh, that one was super boring. <laughs> I got punched because of that one a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and and Junpei's just like, you got hit because of movies? Yeah. Because of Human Earthworm 3? When 2 is the best one? <laughs> two, yeah, and he's like... There's the, like a whole yeah. scene of like a scene from the movie. <laughs> right. He's the co-host of Fear Baiting because yeah. he's just like, maybe it's on us for expecting so much from a slasher film, but you know, I... I <laughs> Earthworm, Human Earthworm 2 was, like, actually a good movie, though. Like he, he says, I had to watch it three times so I could understand why it was good. <laughs> and he's like, oh, the gore was so much. And he's always like, bro, why did you do that to yourself? You then? don't have to watch a yucky movie if you don't like it. Yeah. Yeah, I was, like, watching this scene, like, trying to find a metaphor in it. I don't think there is one. Yeah, because, like, we when we saw Human Earthworm 3 in the movie theater earlier... There was big metaphor. There was very There was big metaphor. metaphor. But this one's talking about, like, the perfectionist. Yeah, a perfectionist. Yeah, I was like, I don't know who that would be in the context of this show. He's analyzing movie. Yeah, he just is a big movie liker. He likes... He, he's a big movie guy. Yeah, and Itadori's like, uh, I've been watching a lot of movies recently for a certain reason, but I haven't gone to the theater in a while. Uh, why don't you take me to the theater next time there's a movie you want to see? Uh-huh. And we get that big, big blushy that we've all been waiting for. 
we get the big blusher room because Junpei has just been at Itadori just said, hey bro, take me on a date. Give me your number. <laughs> Here's my phone. Put your number in. Yeah, and um, Geto walks by with some like with a hoodie on. He's like, excellent, everything, all yeah. according to Keikaku. Don't don't look at their date, you creep. Um, and and right before this scene, uh, Itadori is like holding the fly head with one hand, and it like, it, have you ever seen that gif of like the the big dog from the Tom and Jerry cartoon? <laughs> yeah, with the holding the little cat and just yeah. like stroking his chin. Yeah, <laughs> that's what's going on. The fly head definitely has like. A phallic head. It, <laughs> oh, it totally it does. It, like a, it looks like Gojo's drawing of penis. It's it's dickhead to me. <laughs> Dick butt, dickhead. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Junpei's hot mom walks by. Yep. <laughs> Milf rights. At first, I thought this was like Ghetto had done transfiguration to himself and become Junpei's mom or something. That that would be pretty funny. But I guess it's just his regular mom happened to walk by, and she she has a green onion. And yeah. Itadori says, you're not the type of woman who should have a green onion. And she says, well, thank you for noticing. I'm trying to not be the type of woman who would have green onion. <laughs> it's such a nothing conversation. I, like I love it. it so much. I like that it, he's no, I like immediately it. vibing with his mom. Yeah, and the vibes continue. Oh yeah, she's, she's smoking a cigarette and Junpei's like, mom, I told you. He's like very dramatic and she's like, oh yeah. I said not to smoke in front of you, so I won't. And then she stops. Yeah. This is because of his trauma. This is because of his extreme yeah, trauma. In the, ma- in the manga, he, like, literally takes the cigarette out of her hands. It's very funny how, like, Junpei is a very serious character. A very serious teenage boy. Uh-huh. And his mom is just like, oh, ha ha ha. You silly boy. I'm just your sexy mom. Yep. Yeah, uh, Junpei's mom is like, hi, I'm, I'm Junpei's mom. Who are you? And uh, uh, are, are you his friend? And Itadori is like, we just met, but I think we could become friends. And <laughs> it's very cute. His, Junpei's mom is like, that's nice. Uh, hey, come over for dinner. And Junpei's like, don't fucking, now you're being annoying, mom. Don't be cringe. And then uh, his mom's like, oh, are you saying my cooking is cringe? And then Itadori's stumble just like yells, grumble, grumble, yeah, grumble. Yeah, he's hungry. He's very hungry. He's so hungry. So they say, okay, you can come for dinner yeah and now we see ghetto doing evil plots again yeah ghetto, ghetto walks into the sewers where the rubble collapsed that crushed mahito and definitely 100 killed him and he does a he does a he does a mildly sexual whistle he whistles <laughs> wow if i could whistle i would whistle but he says Woo. wait you can't He's whistle very impressed yeah no oh i got you here here cue me up and i'll hit you with it okay go no, that was close enough. That was good enough. That was about how it is. If you really need to know how it is, you can just... Watch the episode. But like we said, you don't really have to watch these. These are these are inconsequential. The important thing to know about this scene is that Ghetto is not wearing his traditional, very uh, elaborate yukata. Mm-hmm. But instead, he's wearing a raincoat and pants. He's just wearing a raincoat and pants. And Mahito... <laughs> you, you tell that. Mahito is wearing nothing at all. Mahito... <laughs> Mahito slithers out of the rubble. He turns into a worm and slithers out of the rubble. I don't even know if I can call it a worm. He just turns into, like, a flesh tube with hair. <laughs> he does! He, re- he changes the shape of his soul to be uh, a, a, a shape of his soul that can escape from a pile of rubble and... Yeah, just a cylinder shape. Basically, you know how in, uh, the, the remember the TV show of Alex Mack about the girl who could turn herself into a puddle of silver? No. He basically does that. 
Well, good for him. <laughs> Except for it's flesh instead of silver. Yeah. And then he, like, re-becomes human and he's naked. Yep. And he says, Ghetto, get me some clothes. And Ghetto says no. <laughs> <laughs> he's in charge and you will be naked now. You forfeit right to clothes. And Mahito says a lot of... He's like, wow, I learned a lot of stuff from fighting that guy. And then he reveals that, like, half the shit he did in that fight was, like, completely just, like, what if I did this on the spot? Like... Yeah, Mahito is baby curse. We all know. Uh, and Nanami says this a little later, but, like, I guess he's, like, brand new curse just out. And he doesn't he doesn't know, like, how to transform and stuff. And he's like, oh, next time I fight, I'm gonna transform a lot. Because it was cool. Yeah, and he, he he follows through on that. Asked and answered in the next episode. It's true, yeah. Uh, and then he, he, he makes his finger a knife. Yeah, he does make his finger a knife, which lets you know that he doesn't have, just have to be, like, deer or worm. Yeah, he doesn't have to, he doesn't, he can be things that are, that are non-organic. Which implies that, like, non-organic things have souls? You know what? That That's a good point. <laughs> maybe 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 Mahito has less of a grasp on the human soul than he actually thinks he does. Yeah, that's kind of my suspicion. Anyway, we see Ajichi now, and he's in the car. He has caught his little creature, but he's very concerned that he's going to be in trouble because... Right, because he's like, oh, sh- you're on a date with that kid? What? Dude, dude. <laughs> you can't be on a date with him. He might murder you. You have to leave his house if you- anything seems weird. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, whatever, bye. And Gigi like, uh, uh, Gojo won't be mad at me about this, but Nanami, the adult of adults, will yell at me and I will cry. In the, in the manga, he calls him Mr. Mature. Damn, that's what I call him. <laughs> and then Gigi's like, okay, I just have to go pick up Itadori before Nanami finds out. And then Nanami calls him. Because he, he, he says, like, I, you don't want to cry in front of other people at your age, right? And this was this when we learned that Ijichi is 27 Christian years old? Ajichi's 26. He's... He's 26? He's he's Kohai. He's so young. He's so old. He looks so fucking old. The stress of his job is killing him. He needs, he needs to learn from, from Nanami and make it 9 to 5 only. I wish he was, like, a bit more of a believable age. I don't know why Gege said, that, yeah, this guy's 26. Like, I think this is... I think Ajichi is, like... I guess it doesn't change much because I still like the character, but I think Ijichi's design is like it, it. It's way cuter. This is like a thirty-something-year-old man who is just doing this job. I just I like that he's Kohai. I would like if he lo- looked a little younger. Okay, we're 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 experiencing dissatisfactions with him, but in opposite directions. <laughs> anyway, Nanami is being sexual on the phone. Yeah, Nanami. Nanami is sexually healing from a wound. <laughs> Yeah, he's bleeding in a bathroom, and he says, you need to come pick me up so that uh, my friend Choco can heal my wounds. Mm-hmm. But it's not a big deal. I definitely won't die of it. But I do need help right now. Come get me. And Gigi says, okay, I just have to pick up Itadori. Then I'll come get you. <laughs> and Nanami says, you don't have Itadori. <laughs> and that's the end of that scene. Yep. Nanami, like, thinks of his thoughts about Mahito. Like, oh, he's baby. Yeah. He just came out and he's just learning to do the the other special grade curses that that uh, Gojo uh, found. Those guys can do their domain. Uh, so this guy's this this guy learns fast. He's probably not that far from doing a domain of his own. Yeah, it would be pretty bad if Mahito did a, do- a domain. Yeah. I'm sure that won't happen. Def- it will not. <laughs> me eating cereal. I'm biting my cereal and I'm saying this guy will never learn how to do domain expansion. Ah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, okay, so Itadori is on his date with Junpei and Junpei's mom, yep. and Junpei's mom is drunk. Uh-huh. And she says, Itadori, you're the funniest little boy in the world. You're the funniest boy I've ever met. Because uh-huh. Itadori is telling, like, a flashback story about how, like, in elementary school or something, 
some kid thought a noodle was an invasive parasite and he like ate it. Yeah, because it was just a, it was just a, a, a konyaku noodle. Yeah, I didn't know what it was, but it did look pretty yucky. So I can see why you would think it was a grub. But I, I also want to say, um, this 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 flashback of Itadori picking up the noodle. The story is in the manga, but we don't get the flashback of baby Itadori. We have seen in in the in the manga we have seen baby Fushiguro and baby Kugasaki. We have not seen baby Itadori yet. This is the first time we have seen Itadori baby just out, freshly out the freshly out the water. He's pink baby. He's pink in baby form. His hair is dyed pink, which means that his gampa did do his hair dye for him. It's very cute. So Itadori, Itadori does this funny joke for Junpei's mom, and Junpei's like, Mom, you're being cringe. But then Itadori does a funny joke for Junpei, and he likes it a lot. Yeah, she, she, said, she hands him, like, a platter, and is like, Here, Itadori, you're so funny. Do something funny with this. And Jun- you're the joke man. Do a joke for me. Junpei says, Mom, you're being so cringe. And then Itadori does, Wilson! From yeah. <laughs> And Junpei spits his drink because he gets the reference. Yeah, and Itadori's mom is like, Oh, is that from a movie? I don't get it. I'm not movie-liker. I'm not movie-enjoyer, like my son. So, Itadori's having a great time. He gets a call from Adichi, who's like, Are you dying? He says, I'm gonna come pick you up right away. And Itadori says, No, but we're gonna watch a movie. Come on. It'll be two hours. <laughs> and Adichi, like, screams on the phone, Two hours? And he hangs up on him. Yep. And then Junpei has another, like, sad flashback about his life, where he's like, Oh... I was skipping school, and my mom said, mm, school is cringe, so it's fine with me. Isn't that cool of me? She says some... She says school is a tiny aquarium. I like it. I wonder if this means something. She says, school is just one small fish tank. There are other tanks out there, even the ocean. Choose what you think is best. And then she, like, pats herself on the back for it. Yeah, she says, damn, wasn't that a cool quote by me, your mom? <laughs> it's like... It's... I, I I am euphoric, not because of some silly god, but because whatever, and then just attributing the quote to herself. <laughs> we like his mom. Yeah. For as long as we know her. Yeah, she, I'm sure she'll be fine. Yeah, she, the, 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 the said, hey, here's a MILF, you love her. I do. I'm killing her now. Oh no. <laughs> not yet. I mean, it's pretty soon. It is pretty soon, but okay, we, have so to have, we have to have Junpei, Junpei Itadori. Yeah, Junpei is setting up the, the movie date, and he says, hey, you're a Jujutsu sorcerer, right? Have you ever killed anyone? Well, first Junpei is like, hey, what's your mom like? And Itadori's like, oh, I never met my parents. I just had my grandpa. Oh, this is normal. Junpei, like, doesn't have anything to say to that. Yeah. I'm like, what would you say to that, honestly? Yeah, but then, but then yeah. uh, they're pausing their movie date because Junpei has to be like, yo, bro, what if you have to kill someone? Yeah, and Itadori has, like, a very strong opinion about this. He says, uh, if I killed anyone, then the option of killing would force its way into my life. Like, if you have the option of killing people, then you, like, lose your sanctity for life, and then you, like, can't even properly love the people that you care about in your life because you don't care about them the right way anymore. Yeah. And Junpei is like, damn, this is deep. The, the... (laughs) The thing that this, like, resonated with for me, this is a stupid thing to connect it to, but, like, this is the exact same way I feel about using, like, walkthroughs in a video game. <laughs> like, the first agree, the yeah. first time I used the walkthrough, I have now opened the door to the idea of using the walkthrough. Like, like I'm looking up a solution to a Professor Layton game, and now I've broken the... Looking up solution to puzzles has found its way into my life. I have, like, stopped playing puzzle games because I couldn't solve the puzzle, but I didn't want to look it up. <laughs> God, no, it cannot be me. I'm always getting to the end of it. Uh, 
Anyway, Junpei, they don't really see, like, show, like, them watching the movie or even Itadori leaving, but Junpei is, like, thinking about their conversation later in bed, and he's like, damn, I really wanted to kill people, but if it would mean that I can't love my mom, then I don't want to kill anyone. Yeah. I'm sure that this won't happen later. I'm sure that Junpei's mom loving him being the only thing stopping him from doing murder won't be a problem. Right. He says, uh, I, I was given power, but if, but he says, but if killing someone means my soul is stained then I can't do murder. And then he goes to then he goes to sleepy. He goes to sleepy. And then his mom wakes up because she passed out drunk at the kitchen table. Yep. And she says, huh, Fingy? Who put this here? Yeah. And <laughs> behind her, we see this, like, this really weird looking curse. It's got big lips. It's got fat titties. It's got just, like, a swirling miasma of hands at the bottom. And the thing I noticed on the third time that I watched this episode uh, was that Right before it goes to the eye catch, we see um, one of the hands grab the leg of uh, her chair. Yeah, it's just like a, lo- a yucky blob monster. Yucky blob monster. Huge titties, though. <laughs> Very blobby. Yeah. yeah, and then back from the break, which is pretty late in the episode, mm-hmm. actually, we get another like report type thing about how they found dead mom. Yeah. They, they say they found her after the school incident that's about to happen. Uh-huh. So they found her after that, and they found her... In her bed with no bottom half, but a bunch of ice packs, which I feel like implies Junpei found her dead in the kitchen and, like, tried to help her. Yeah. Which is incredibly tragic. It is. Um, I was going to make a bad joke about how the curse monster uh, ate her pussy so good that her bottom half fell off, but now I feel disrespectful doing it. Yeah, her, her son found that, Sarah. How dare you? <laughs> Listen, son. Her son found her with her ass ate completely off. <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta get your pussy ghouled. <laughs> no, you can't, because then your son goes ape shit. Getting your pussy absolutely goblin. <laughs> Terrible. So anyway, uh, Nanami and Itadori are talking like, Itadori's like, oh, Nanami, you got hurt. You shouldn't have gone without me. And Nanami's like, no, you're baby. You can't come with me. Right. Itadori is like, so what, what, am I going to just say my partner got killed because I wasn't there because I'm just a kid. And then you, you, Nanami says some good stuff here. I like this stuff from Nanami. Yeah. Nanami says being a child is not a sin, which is correct. Yeah. He's like, yeah, he says, you know, there's going to be a time in your life that you're going to have to kill someone, but this isn't it yet, so don't come with me. Yeah, and it's I, I find it very resonant of um what Gojo said to Shoko right at when she when he was like, "Hey, can you keep can you just keep this dead this kid like dead on officially on the records for a little bit longer?" Uh, and then he says, "I I don't want to rob this kid of some of the best times of his life as a kid." Yeah. Baby get to be baby. You have to be baby for a bit. But Junpei is not getting to be baby, it seems. We see Junpei is doing his his epic morning where he he goes in his mom's closet and puts on her black coat that looks regular, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then we see that uh, Mahito like came to his house while he was crying about his mom and he was like giving him a snuggle and he's like, "Well, you know, this is like an evil twisted finger that causes a curse to come to your house. Uh, rich people who are mean can pay for curse wizards to curse people. Can you think of anyone rich and mean?" He's like, damn, I know who. Mahito my, my, my is just like, damn, bro, I don't know who could have done this. Like, I I know I just introduced you to the world of curses like a week ago, but like, really, I got no idea. Do you know anyone who's who knows anything about curses? What if it, it's someone who's been mean to you your whole life instead of me who's been evil for like a week? I couldn't be evil. I made Big Chungus. Who else could it be? I'm your friend who lives in the sewer, Junpei. I would never kill your mom. Even though you told me to my face that if someone killed your mom, it would make you really mad. 
I wouldn't do that because you said that. Yeah. I, listen, bro, I, tr- I respect you. I respect you and your mom-loving moments. I would never tell a big blob creature to eat your mom's ass. <laughs> until, until it falls off. Bro, look me, look me in my two mismatched eyes. Look how normal I am. I would never kill your mom. <laughs> you need to trust me, bro, bro. We are just teens. We are holding hands. You need to trust me. I am not, I did not kill your mom. Bro, you're, we're friends. Remember when you came to my hammock in the sewer? And you were really, really scared of me and I seemed really intimidated? I wouldn't kill your mom. I would never do anything to your mom. I respect your mom. I, I listen, Junpei. As you have no, as long as you have known me, have you ever known me to disrespect a milf? Have you ever seen me kill a person, Junpei? I wouldn't do your mom like this. Like obvi- I would not have killed your mom. I would have just tried to make her into either big chungus parentheses living or s- s- small parentheses living. Junpei. Junpei, bro, trust me. Anyways, go kill this Ito guy. You need to trust me on this one. It was not me. <laughs> Please, Abraham, I am not that man. <laughs> and Junpei says, okay, I trust you implicitly. Yeah. <laughs> he, he says, Mahito, I'll sanction everything you do. <laughs> so we see uh, Junpei's school where I guess everyone is rude. And there's one of the rude boys who did not explode at the movie theater but he was a mean man from junpei's flashbacks uh-huh. and he's getting an award for best writing and everyone's like damn he's sexy and he's smart and re- and he's rich this is crazy and then like we see like the runner-up guy the rude boy punches him and he's like why do you write my essay so good you stupid idiot now i get an award and he's like, now you're here getting, you're just a runner-up. And in the, in the, he, he laughs about it, but in the, in the manga, he literally says, and you're just a runner-up, parentheses, lol. <laughs> I'm not laughing anymore. I'm only saying out loud, parentheses, lol. Yeah. Uh, he, he does, he does say you got a death wish. So, so it's reasonable that like, he, he is threatening. So it's reasonable for Junpei to make this assumption that this guy is, he, this guy who has made, this guy who is the only Wikipedia entry on guys who made other peep guys at my school eat a bug. Uh, the, the, and so Junpei's like, well, this guy probably killed my mom. Yeah, it's completely reasonable for Junpei to think this as we went over for a full minute. <laughs> right. Anyway, Mahito and Ghetto are here at the school and they're doing a veil, I guess. Yeah. Mahito casts veil of... No one with powers gets in, except for if I want them to, I guess. Yeah. And Geno says, ah, good job. He says, I can't afford to leave any residuals of me behind, which is suspicious to me. Yeah, he, th- listen, they can't know he's been there. You can't, you can't know about, the one thing you gotta know about Ghetto is you can't know about him. Yeah, you cannot, you, <laughs> that Tumblr post, has anyone seen this man? He was in my dreams last night. He's, no. he's Melman. So anyway, Ghetto also talks to Mahito about, like, yeah, that was my finger that we left in there, in case you hadn't realized. And it, and Mahito's like, uh, is it okay that we're just gonna let the Jujutsu Tech guys get another finger? And Ghetto's like, yes, this is part of my ploy. Don't question it. I'm definitely not up to no good. Yeah. But against you, the bad guy. Yeah. I'm definitely on your side. Uh, Mahito uh, lays out his plan and uh, explicitly refers to the moment where Junpei, or where Itadori said, hey, bro, give me your phone number. He refers to that moment as Junpei landing Sukuna's vessel. Damn, we're so proud. Given given the homophobia of the tra- of the of one of the translators on staff, I'm glad that that line was made gayer than it was in the manga. Damn, you landed that vessel. 
because in the manga he just he just says that the, he just says the, the moment Junpei met Sukuna's vessel. Mm, well, they had already met, but then they became boyfriends. Right. One day. Parentheses one day. Not not yet kissed. Uh, Mahito lays out his plan. Is like, okay, so here's my plan. We're gonna make we're gonna make Jun- Itadori make a binding vow with Sukuna. Uh, and then uh, Geno says, I wish Jogo were as level-headed as you. And Mahito says, he's honest and cute in his own way. <laughs> yeah. And in the in the manga, there's like a little chibi drawing of uh, Geno's head, exp- or uh, Jogo's head exploding. So no head? <laughs> no head. <laughs> remember, remember how Gojo ripped that man's head off? He's just head. So just head? Just head. <laughs> Remember when they did Brazilian calisthenics and then kicked his head into the soccer net? <laughs> oh, I do remember that. That was delightful. That was canon. Yeah. All the juju strolls are real. Yeah, all the juju strolls are very real. Okay, anyway, Ghetto says goodbye. I must leave now. I can't stick around to watch you murder all these teens. I'm very busy, man. Yeah, and Mahito's like, oh, you sure you don't want to watch the deaths of foolish children? This is my favorite thing to watch, actually, but Ghetto, Ghetto very busy. Ghetto says, nah, I only watch the death of stupid children for the for the commercials. <laughs> Mahito's a real head. He loves to he loves to he loves to see uh Patrick Mahomes just throw a fucking 80 yarder tutty. What if Patrick Mahomes threw an 80 yarder tutty, but it was Joe Gosset? <laughs> perfect spiral. <laughs> oh, the perfect spiral. Unbeatable. You are not blocking you are not blocking this man's throw. Anyway, it's now the time for uh, Junpei to be done being baby, and now he want power. Mm. So all the kids in the auditorium are passed out, except for the rude large teacher from before and the rude bullying boy. And Junpei comes in, and the teacher's like, what? Uh, Junpei, what are you doing here? Do you know what's going on? And Junpei shows his scary burn scars, and he says, you better be watching then and now. Yeah. And... It's very important. Yeah. He, and then he goes over to the evil guy and he poisons him, I guess. Like, you can't see it yet, but he's, like, using his jellyfish. Yeah, he says, did you put that thing in my house? And the guy's like, I have no fucking idea. What the fuck are you even talking about, dude? Yeah. And then he just, like, gets, like, an injury to his arm yeah. that you can't see the origination of. And he, like, starts turning purple on the side and he just falls over. And Junpei, like, punches him and kicks him a bunch, uh-huh. and he says mean things that are reminiscent of what he said to him when he was bullying yeah. him. Yeah. He, he says, you seem to think you're in a position to answer a question with a question, and then just, like, keeps beating the shit out of him. He says, I don't, I, listen, yeah. if you lie to me, I've got no way to tell either way, but you deserve this. And he, like, pick up, levitates him. We don't know how he's doing it yet, but he's, like, picking him up, and the sad bully is, like, crying now. He's like, oh, I'm so sorry, and Junpei... Epic reverses his line, and he says, so. He just says, day? Because this is what, if you remember before, this is what he said to him. Uh-huh. So, so he's doing epic reverse bullying. Yeah, reverse reverse bullying technique. And then uh, Itadori busts in, and he says, Junpei, why are you being twisted? And now that Itadori is here, we can use the ability to see a curse to see Junpei's epic jellyfish. It's in the OP. All right, so that's the episode. Yep. There's a juju stroll, but it doesn't really make any sense. Yeah, the juju stroll is just like I, I guess like this is what I, this is what everyone else is up to while this is happening. Yeah, like, everyone else, all the other characters that we know and love are like very dramatically making dinner or something. Yeah, it's it's pretty funny. I thought it was funny. It it's like the whatever they say at the start of a Soul Caliber match. Sure. 
Believe in your power and reach for victory. A hero desires a sword and a sword desires truth. Power without idea isn't justice. And that's the that that's the preview for next week's episode. That's the juju stroll. It's like a fake preview yeah, for the next except episode. Except they're they're like getting like mushroom ingredients uh-huh. and like cooking on a grill or something. Yeah, and Kukusaki's just yelling. Uh so we're gonna do the uh you've still got theories to make, so I'm going to give you your juju corner for the week right now. Oh yay! I hope it's the jellyfish. So today we will learn about Orizuki, a.k.a. Moondregs. Yay! It's a jellyfish shikigami summoned by Junpei Yoshino. It's his friend the jellyfish. It's his friend the jellyfish. Uh, here's, the, here's the description. This is the I'm going to read you the entire Wikipedia page for this because it is short. Moondregs is summoned through an unknown medium and takes the form of a large jellyfish with eyes on top of its head and numerous tendrils that hang from underneath its head. To those who can't see curses, Moondregs makes it appear as Junpei is able to, t- able to telepathically lift people and infect them with, po- with his poison. The poison takes the form of a deadly rash that burns the victim, similar to the scarring on Junpei's own forehead. I didn't catch that. Moondrag's jellyfish body makes it capable of absorbing punches from even the likes of those with superhuman strengths, such as Yuji. Anyone caught in its tentacles will be paralyzed and infected with the toxin. Moondrag's can merge its tendrils together to form spikes that can inject the poison directly by stabbing Junpei's target. Even after the effects of the poison are removed, the target dependence will be burned and difficult to move. Hmm. I have some concerns about this article. Okay. The poison is not part of the jellyfish. Okay. That's what Mahito said. Mahito said that Junpei's curse technique is poison, and he also has a jellyfish, and he can use those together. And the the jellyfish is is the vessel for his poison. Yeah, the poison is not an ability that the jellyfish has. Uh Uh-huh. So that's what I would edit the Wikipedia article if I was in charge. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, we love the jellyfish. This is our our second Shikigami user, Junpei and... Oh, my... Hmm, I'm thinking about Junpei, yeah. you know, Junpei and Fushiguro hanging out and doing hand signs together. I would like the jellyfish and the dog to be friends. Um, when last night when I was I, I was waiting for a couple minutes to hang to do anime with Sophie, and I was just doing like puppy hands the entire time. Do you ever try? Did I I talked about it last night? How you can go from the the bird hands right to the puppy hands? You can go from bird hands to puppy. Let me hear. do the puppy hand, okay. and then just kind of twist it around. Because they both like, hinge on the two thumbs together. Yeah. <laughs> That's so easy. Oh my god, he's totally gonna do. He's totally gonna do puppy. He's gotta plus make bird. a flying puppy. He's totally gonna do puppy plus bird. Because it's so easy. I'm doing it right now. Everyone at home, make sure that you <laughs> yeah. do the puppy hand. Make sure there will be and, a test. Make sure yeah. you know how to do all Fushiguro's hand signs. Yeah, do the puppy hand and then just swing that back one right around. Next episode to you someday. Um, we, we start with, uh, we, we start with like, uh, it, uh, Itadori talking. This is like a, a bit of a flashback, like right before what, what happened before Itadori went to the school. Um, he's like talking to Nanami on the phone. Nanami is like back in the sewers again, trying to take care of like all the transfigured humans that are down there. Cause Mahito has put a lot of transfigured humans down there and he's with another guy who's wearing a beanie and is like, Hey, I don't want to fucking, this seems like a lot of guys here. You're really leaving me to do all this. Plus they're human. I'm shaking my head. I hate this guy. They, they, they introduced this guy in the manga. His name is, his name is Takuya Ino, but I don't, they didn't say it in the anime. I don't know why he, he does. He, they said Ino. They said Ino-kun. His, his okay, name. they did say that. But um, he's like, bro, I don't want to do this shit. And then Nanami is like, what if I approve your uh, application for grade one? And, you know, I was like, let's fucking go. Yeah, let's go, dude. This brings up a lot of questions to me. Okay. 
I really thought the grades were like based on how good their power was. So the fact that they can just go up a grade by like their performance review is concerning to me. I feel like that might be part of the corruption of Jujutsu Sorcerer Society. That that might be. I think it's also just like a, a thing of like, hey, you need to prove that you can actually like, like you don't want someone to be labeled a grade one sorcerer if they cannot handle grade one curses. They need to be able to show that they can actually do their shit. Yeah, but like, I don't know. It seems like he's a little old to be getting better. I don't know. Just no, no, no respect for Takuya Ino. I hate this guy. What? I'll tell you She's why. on screen for like three seconds. I'll tell you exactly my reasoning. Okay, before you say he's too old to, to grow more, he is tw- he is 21 years old. Not important. Okay. Here's what I'm going to tell you. This is a, a story where clearly many characters will be hurt or possibly perish. If a guy that I don't like dies, then that's a guy that I do like who might not have to die. Okay. So if I immediately say, I don't like this guy, he can die to me, then that's like saving someone else, you know? So this, this man... Perish, Obama eyes. <laughs> this this man perish, Fushiguro flourish. Yes. Uh, okay. Then <laughs> you you just hate him as a strategic move. Yes. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I respect the game. Thank you. Uh, so yeah. Uh, the this conversation ends, and uh, Takia is like, "Yeah, let's fucking go. I'll beat the shit. I'll beat the shit out of anyone." Uh, all these guys, uh, Nanami, you can go. Uh, and then Itadori hangs up and Ujiji's like, hey, dude, like, our job is to help people. And that includes our students. I'm not letting you fucking die again. I let you die on my watch once already. And I feel so goddamn bad about it, dude. And Ujiji's like, please, just stay. And Itadori's like, I'm sorry, dude. I gotta bounce. And just runs past him. Ujiji is like... Oh, this was my greatest regret. I'll never let you hurt yourself again. And he just stands perfectly still while Itadori runs away. Okay, but like, what the fuck? Like, at least okay, like, like grab him or something. You are just regular. You are just regular jujutsu sorcerer man who can do window and th- or who who can do veil, and that's about it. Are you gonna be able to fucking physically stop this? Even if he can't physically do it, he should at least try. Like, he's like, oh, this is the greatest regret of my life that I let this poor boy die. I will do everything I can to stop him. Parentheses does nothing to stop him. <laughs> do something! <laughs> At least, like, make, like, a tragic action that will make Itadori be like, oh, damn, this is sad. Uh-huh. He's a very susceptible boy. If you just stand still, it's not going to do anything. He d- But Itadori just runs ba- runs past, and then we go back to uh, the fight that's happening between... Itadori and uh, Junpei. And this fight is so fucking good. They go in a window, out a window, in another window. Yeah. So so we, we see Junpei calls Moondregs by its name for the first time as he summons it to protect himself from Itadori's big punchy. Uh, and it just like absorbs his blow. And then and then Junpei like slides back like 50 feet. And he says, he says, oh, we slide in. Yeah. So they've like run away from the auditorium for some reason. They're like in a hallway now. I think Junpei is just like Junpei is just like beaten feet and Jidori's chasing him. I don't know why either. Yeah. Um but uh Moondrags protects Junpei from Itadori's big punchies. Um and he's like, Don't make me fucking say it again, dude. Get the fuck out of here. This has nothing to do with you. And Itadori says, That's not for you to decide. Yeah. Junpei is saying a lot of themes at Itadori and he's not interested. Yeah. He's saying a lot of like yeah. The the that's not for you to say. He says, what's the point of thoughtlessly saving people? Uh, 
in the manga, he says that that's not what life is about. But in the anime, he says, uh, don't mistake the value of a life, which are two diff. I'm not sure exactly what they, what the diff- discrete differences in the meaning are, but they are discreetly different to me. I feel like the anime one is a lot more cohesive, honestly, with the rest of the stuff that he's been saying. That's true. I can, I, I'm with you on that one. Um, and he says, if no one can stop me from killing people, uh, rules are fake. Uh, in the manga, he says, if someone deserves to die, no one has the right to stop it, which I think is a wait. And then says, go go take a nap now, <laughs> Tidori. Yeah, that that one is better than the one in the anime that's like, you should be able to take as many lives as you yeah. want or something. He says, like, oh, you're so, all you, all you compassionate people, it's just fucking lies. You can't make me follow these rules. They're cringe. They're, they're, but I, I'm going to do murder. I'm going to do murder. No one can stop me. If someone deserves to die, you can't fucking stop me. Yeah, he doesn't say that in the anime. He's, he's like... You should be allowed to take as many lives as you can, and no one should be allowed to stop you or something. Yeah, but then um, he turns around and uh, he turns around to walk away because Itadori is going to fall asleep from the poison. But then Itadori reaches out from the from Moondreggs's like prison and grabs him by the back of the by the back of the his jacket and says, "Who the fuck are you making excuses to?" Um, and we get a little flashback to Junpei getting his curse technique from Mahito, and it's like, "You did you see X Men: Days of Future Past?" <sighs> Which one is? That? It's the time travel the one. one? Or the first one. The second. The time travel. I think I did see it in the theater, but I feel like I don't remember. Do you happen to remember when sh- when when uh, Shadowcat just like put their hands uh, on either side of Wolverine's head and like made them go back in time, like just like? I think I do remember that because they were like in a hiding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Elliot Page, go off. Damn, he went off. With he it. did. Um, that's that's what Mahito is doing to Junpei, except for instead of sending him back in time, he's giving him power of jellyfish. I couldn't tell... Okay, I did have a question about this. He says, your curse technique is poison. Is he giving him poison, or did he already have poison? I think he is... I, I think that he gave him poison, but I also think that, like, Junpei is, like... I think Mahito is, like, this kid would do great with poison. Like, he probably could have been, like... Th- th- it's, Junpei seems like uh, a guy who would do good with poison. Because he says, you have talent. Which is, like, he had the talent before he gave him anything. He definitely gave him the jellyfish, because he didn't have that before. Right. But I feel like maybe he already had the poison and he just didn't have a way to apply it or something. It's also possible that Mahito is just doing lies and manipulation here. Yeah, but Junpei definitely had something because he could see Mahito and Mahito is a curse. Um, I'm not going to explain why, but I will say that uh, Mahito saying Junpei, your curse technique is poison is thematically relevant. Oh, well, okay. That doesn't really answer the question. No, it, do- it doesn't. I just while we were head. on the topic, I just wanted to bring that up. I don't. I don't. I don't actually know if I have an answer to that question. I think it's a little bit. I think it is ambiguous because I really. I really don't know. I think the way I read it personally is that uh, 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 Mahito just created this from whole cloth. Like he like like the way that I interpreted it as is like remember how last time Shoko talked about how the relationship between the brain and jujutsu is uh, like a black box. Mm-hmm. Like the way I imagine it is that like there is like a like a, a hidden fifteen a hidden part of the brain that is just like the jujutsu part of the brain and normal people can't unlock that part of the brain unless you're born with it or unless you eat a cursed finger, but uh, Mahito just said okay I'm gonna give you the key to that uh you're you've got point your and your cursed technique is poison yeah but what I'm saying is Junpei saw Mahito yes before he met Mahito. And Mahito is a curse, so Junpei must have some sort of curse power, right? To see him. Well, because the guy... No, the guys in the theater didn't see Mahito. They just felt him touch them. No, and Mahito, when Junpei stops him in the thing, he says, Oh, you can see me? He's, like, a little surprised about it. 
Yeah, maybe he's like maybe he's like remember like uh, Itadori saw some like I think Itadori was able to see so maybe yeah it's like that where you've got like a little bit of you got a little bit of cursed juice in you but not enough to do anything just enough to just enough to see yeah, a couple of it, things. It's like I always say about My Hero Academia. We already talked about this, right? There are some like quirks that I don't know how you could possibly realize you have. So like it, it, everyone's quirk is just discovered by the that scene from uh, the whatever that uh, Mar- the the DC TV show was where Black Bolt shouts why at his parents and they explode. Yeah, like how could you're like a five year old and you're like oh if I eat blood I can transform into you like okay <laughs> maybe they just thought she didn't have a quirk for a while <laughs> and and that's how I think Junpei is like his curse technique is poison but like. How can you administer a poison to someone? Right. You know? You, and then, and then uh, Mahito's like, I give you, I, I diagnose you with jellyfish. Yeah. And he also, Mahito does, does talk about how he like accelerates his brain learning, mm-hmm. basically. Like he teaches him how to have already known how to do curse technique better. So I think like Junpei had like very baby ability of poison and didn't really know about it or how to use it. And then he got given skills in a jellyfish. Uh-huh. This is my theory. Yeah, sure. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't have a more concrete answer for you on it. Well, I'm, I'm glad you don't have a concrete no. So th- that's just a yes to me, you know. Yeah. No. It's yeah. There's a lot of stuff still up in the air. Yeah, they're gonna bring Junpei back. Yeah, definitely. It's still up in the air about Junpei. Like in he, the manga, he 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 has been like relevant. Like he is like referenced with some frequency. I would hope so. Okay. It was a traumatic experience. Well, we haven't gotten to the traumatic experience yet. We're, we're getting there, though. Um, it was traumatic to see your boyfriend being rude to someone, but I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah. Um, Ichidori reaches through the jellyfish after this flashback and, like, punches Junpei out a window. Um, and Junpei's like, what the fuck? Why isn't my poison working on him? Um, do you have any ideas? I know why, but do you have any ideas? Um, what I thought was that, like, the curse technique requires the like evil emotion behind it and he secretly loves Itadori so he can't poison him. Interesting, no comment. <laughs> or it's cuz Sukuna is like you can't be touching me with your things. Yeah, Sukuna says Sukuna says I will not let these I will not let these tendrils touch me. <laughs> Sukuna said if I was poisoned, no I wasn't, heart. Uh Junpei says why isn't it working? We already talked about that. And then he says why are you getting in the way? Why? Uh and he remembers his mom and like there's blood stains over his mom's uh face in the flashback in the slight flashback. Yeah. And he and then uh Ichidori jumps out the window and uh uh Junpei is like all right, okay. I I know how to get this guy now. He's got there's going to be an opening right before he hits the ground. I'm going to make my I'm going to make my uh my I'm going to make my moon dregs do 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 uh stabby tentacles. But Ichidori just like slams the like the um the the long rectangular storage thing that they're fighting on top of and like blows them away with the shockwave. And Ichidori is like I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about, dude. Everything you're saying, it sounds good, but you're just trying to convince yourself and then decks him back into a building, with, <laughs> which is pretty mm-hmm. good. Then he's he like, I don't know why you're doing this, dude. You must have a reason, but is, is it really worth throwing your life away? He's like, bro, think about your hot mom. Don't you love your mom? Yeah. Aren't you he, thinking about your mom right now? Jun, Junpei says having a heart, or Itadori says, Junpei says having a heart is a sham, and Itadori says, can you really say something like that to your mother? What about your mom, bro? Yeah. Does your mom not have a heart? Come on. Junpei is like, I, I don't know what's right or wrong at this point, dude. Uh, if people have hearts, then were we cursed by, were my mother and I cursed by people by with hearts? 
and he's like crying about it. Because... Junpei is just crying his eyes out. He's just like ultimate crying anime character, just like sobbing. I I think I understand this, but I need you to explain this to me just to make sure that I'm actually fully grokking this. What he means by being cursed by people with heart. Oh, it's like the very, I feel like this is a very generic kind of thing to have in your like sad media property of like, if a person had a heart, how could they do this to us? You know? Okay. That, that's what I thought it was, but I, I, it took me like, it took, I reread the, I reread, I reread these, these handful of chapters a lot because I have been vain kid about getting to this entire moment for the entire duration of this podcast, pretty much. Um, so I reread, it took me a long time to actually like grok what was happening. Jinpei is just like crying his eyes out. It's like, that's not fair, dude. But I, I don't know what's right or wrong anymore. And he like sends his, uh, his needles into at Itadori and Itadori just fucking fully tanks the hit. Does not dodge or anything. Yeah. Just absolutely gets. L- luckily it was, it was aimed at parts of your body that do not cause immediate death. Right. It's like top right, like upper right shoulder and like mid waist on the left side. But, um, I think the way the anime translated this next scene is kind of not great. Um, uh, Ichidori is like, hey, dude, I, I'm sorry I said all that self-imposed shit. Tell me what happened, bro. Uh, I And then um, I, I, he says, I promise I won't curse you anymore. But in the manga, he says, sorry, I said all that without knowing what you're going through. But you can talk to me. I promise I won't judge you, Junpei. Aww. Which is, I, I think that's, I think it's way sweeter in the manga. And then I promise I won't curse you anymore is kind of nothing. Yeah. It's but I, I assumed it was like I, I promise I won't do big attacks against you. Right, which like that's I mean, it's good for that, but I, I just like the the line of I promise I won't judge you, Junpei, is so much better. And like Yeah. And it's like in the, in the anime he says like please tell me about what happened. But in the manga, the the but you can talk to me. Like that's like it is so much this is so much gayer in the manga to me. <laughs> How could they do this to us? <laughs> they, they turned down... I trusted you to make it gayer, anime. <laughs> it's ups and downs. Sometimes they increase the gay, sometimes they get rid of it. <laughs> it's very troublesome. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and then there's, like, a like a little bit of, a, like, a time skip just so we don't have to hear uh, Junpei explaining everything that happened to his mom. Um, it just says, whoa, your mom? And it's, it's like, dude, your mom... You know what? Okay. No matter, come, dude, come to Jujutsu High. There are teachers who are crazy strong and friends you can trust. Listen, we be my friend, join my squad, and I promise you, we will find the motherfucker who cursed your mother. And then, as soon as he says that, Mahito walks down the stairs and like does a big grand entrance. No, he's ruining everything. <laughs> he he says we'll 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 punish him. Let's fight together. And that exact moment, uh, Mahito walks down the stairs. I do like that he says we'll find the person who cursed your mom, and then oh look who's here. Yeah. The person who cursed your mom, perhaps? Mahito comes down the stairs and it's like, oh, hey, it's time to, it's time to do some, do some, it's time to do some trickery. I must become twisted now. I must do some botherations. And, and Inodori is like, what? Who's this guy? Yeah, who's this guy? Are you a human? Wait, no, this feels more like a, more like a curse than any something feels strange. I love that Mahito has been the villain for like the past six episodes and Itadori has not met it's him. It's so good. It's so fucking good. He doesn't know him. I don't know this man. Yeah. Uh and he says uh uh uh, uh Mahito says Hajime Mashite uh Hajime which I, I I looked it up the rough translation of this is like I like um the the rough translation of this is like I guess it's nice to meet you finally Sakuna's vessel I guess yeah I don't know I don't know I guess 
but uh, Mahito makes his arm go Akira mode and like slams Itadori up against the wall when Junpei is like, Mahito, wait! And uh, Itadori is just like pinned to the wall by Mahito's left arm. Uh, and Itadori is like, oh my god, I'm so... F- of course, yeah, this is the guy that Nanami described. I've... God, fucking... Nanami literally said a, a stitch-faced per- curse that looks like a person. Right, not, he, he's just like, oh my god, Nanami is going to be so mad at me for not understanding that. Um, and then he's like, Junpei, run, you gotta fucking get out of here. I don't know how you know this guy, but just run, please. And Junpei's like, don't worry, Tidori, Mahito's not a bad purse. Not a bad... Oh. oh, no. And then, he remembered that he, and then he remembered that time that Mahito turned an actual living human being into... Big Chungus and made too little. Oh wait, he was a bad person. Oh no! Oh, no! oh, I just realized that killing dozens of people is bad. Yeah. Shit. Um. Uh. <laughs> boy. Boy. Boy who voted for the turning people into Big Chungus party. Can't believe that I've been turned into Big Chungus. <laughs> Mahito is like, hey, dude, you think too much. Uh, you overthink things, and this is why you're going to die. And I, I think the anime kind of, like, flattens the what he says down a little bit. Um, Mahito is like, Junpei, you're a pretty smart guy, but you overthink things when you should act, which puts you in some pretty bad spots. This is a perfect example. Um, and then the anime, his next line is like, Junpei, all those people you think are stupid? Well, you're, ju- you're almost as dumb as they are. But in the manga, he says, uh, well, guess what? You're just as stupid as they are, which is like... Yeah, dude, you're not fucking... Just because you're sad doesn't make you special. Just because you're very good at movie analysis. And then he says, that's why you're gonna die, and then casts fucking Gumbi no Jutsu on Junpei, killing him almost instantly. He, like, pops out of his clothes, which I thought was a bit funny. Yeah, the manga panel where... It, the manga panel that uh, of this is... I'm gonna send it to you, because it's... it's This is a manga panel that, like, I turned the page on this, and, like, my heart sank into the floor... I'm sorry for laughing, Junpei. It was, it was, it was, it was simultaneously horrifying and kind of funny, but like my heart was in the floor. And Itadori's is also, because he sees this happen. He sees, he sees, uh, he sees, uh, Junpei get idle transfigured and is just so fucking sad about it. It's quite sad to have your, your best friend turn into a balloon right now. Yeah, front of you. your your boyfriend. Your sometimes your boyfriend just gets your, t- your brand new boyfriend. Only been on one date, not even kissed yet, but he has become a big blue creature. Yeah, um, and he like the cre- the the creature Junpei Junpei fucked up. Starts attacking Itadori, and Itadori just like grabs him by the head and just like holds him, and it's like I can fix this. Don't worry, I'll I'll fix you. And he calls for Sukuna, and it's like Sukuna, and then Sukuna comes out and is like pops up on his cheek. We haven't seen him in so long. I when he started talking, I was like, fuck yes, it's my friend. But he was not doing friend things because he tells he, no, he wasn't. Itadori is like, dude, can you please heal him like you did? This is just like when you. This is just like what you did for my heart. I'll do any. I'll do whatever you want. Please help Junpei. And Mahito is like. Yes, my plan is going exactly according to plan. I will. He's going to make the binding vow. But then uh, Sukuna's like, No. I refuse. I refuse. <laughs> Sukuna's like, God, this guy doesn't even remember that we already have a pact, which is, it's funny that Mahito and Ghetto don't know this, but. I, I can I can already be in charge whenever I want, so I don't need anything else from you. Apparently, right? Nobody no, nobody knows about the binding vow that he made with Itadori except for Sukuna. Sukuna's literally the only yeah. person who even knows. Itadori does not know about the binding vow he made with Sukuna. Yep, Gojo is suspicious of it, but like he doesn't know. 
And the the little like the little yelling thing that uh, Sukuna does here of like making fun of uh, Itadori, he's like, "Oh, you were gonna give up everything just to save your friend, weren't you? You were gonna you were gonna do whatever. You were gonna anything I wanted. Just but I'm going. You're helpless." Um, but in the manga, he says, you're mine, your future and everything you will ever possess. You don't have a say in this. You're helpless, which is, Damn, it's true. it is. Um, then there's a messed up, in, a messed up in the anime, in the anime translation, because we get like Mahito's inner thoughts and he says, well, reverse curse technique would not have any effect on the, on the soul. But in the manga, it's, uh, did he refuse the vow? It's not like he couldn't do something about the shape of the soul by using reverse curse technique. Could it be that Sukuna can't heal others? Which tells me that Sukuna could heal the soul of Itadori. If, if, if Mahito was able to transfigure Itadori, Sukuna would be able to reverse it. But he can't do it to others. But in the anime, they mistranslate it as, uh, well, he can't. I guess he can't undo my transfiguration. Oh, yeah. I was kind of confused about that. Yeah, no, it, it was just a, yeah, just a missed, uh, probably just a missed, like, it, 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 you know, it's a double negative. They missed the, they missed one of the double negatives. Now it's a single negative. Hmm, okay. Uh, but, um, he, Mahito's like, well, this isn't exactly what I planned, but that's fine. Uh, my objective is what comes next. So I will now, I will, we, we will now George of the Jungle. We, this is the part of the movie where we tilt our heads back and laugh. Ha 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 ha. And, uh, we get, ha ha, your friend died. We get this full, we get this, uh, this, it was really nice of this anime to like illustrate what it's like when you make a typo in the group chat and everyone just repeats the typo <laughs> back to you. Oh, your friend died. Was the Grink there? <laughs> And it's just, it's, 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 it's Mahito and Sukuna both laughing. And we see like, we see Sukuna parentheses real laughing, but also Sukuna's li- like little face is the actual thing that's laughing. They're both laughing. And Ishidori is just like surrounded by this. And he's like, oh yeah, I almost forgot. These guys are just curses. They are, they always will be. And then he's like snapped out of it by uh, Junpei as a fucked up transfigured human dying and saying, you gee, why? And like the... He's crying, and then he just falls over dead. So Itadori has, like, a mental image suddenly of Junpei hanging out with the with the rest of them. Like, with the rest of the squad. Like, it was him, Fushiguro, Kukasaki, and Junpei all hanging out together. And, like... What if they were all friends? Literally, literally the title of this chapter in the manga is called What If. Damn, what the if? Ch- the the cover friends. art for this chapter is that image of the four of them. Damn, they're all friends. Me buying this new chapter. Oh, I'm so happy that they're all going to be friends. <laughs> um, but wait a second. And then, Uh-oh. and then Mahito makes a silly face and is like, "Oh, already dead? My, my bad. I guess I did it. I guess I was a little rough on him." Uh, and then Itadori just fucking punches him square in the face. Um, Itadori mad. Yeah. He gets punched so hard that he goes up a flight of stairs and he's like, oh, nice hit. Too bad that won't work on me as long as my soul retains its shape. And then his he starts bleeding because he actually did get hit and because Itadori hit his soul. I don't know why he has blood. I don't agree with this. He's just got some. I don't think that he has or should have blood. What's he doing with all that blood? He's not eating. Criminal activities. He's not breathing. Why does he have blood? Why do we, why do, um, like, listen, it, sometimes, we, like, you know, sometimes. Gage Akutami, get back to me on why a curse have blood. He doesn't need it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, uh, Jogo had, like, some purple blood, right? Remember? Uh, yeah, he had purple, which, if it's a funny color, then that's better for me. 
but you can't handle you can't you can't handle the curse you can't handle the curse born out of miss of misanthropy you can't handle that curse having regular human blood no i don't like it he he needs to have like some sort of like curse goo so it should be yellow he should be bleeding piss it just whatever it's fine i don't need a reason for him to have blood he has blood jogo had blood he has blood not really hanami will have blood probably I think Hanami should definitely not have blood. He should have, like, sap. That's basically blood. Mm. Sap is tree blood. Mm. Kind of. Um, but so, uh, Mahito is really caught off guard by the fact that he actually got hit by uh, Itadori. And uh, he's like, oh, well, I guess this makes sense. Like, Itadori, ha- there's another person living in his sense. body, so he's learned to understand the shape of the soul. The, in the manga, it's, spe- it's specifically... What's that? I don't agree with this part either. This is another, like, bullshit anime reasoning thing that I don't like. It doesn't make sense. He he, he can perceive the contours of the soul. He shares a body. I, I'm willing to... I Listen, I've let, I just let Gage run with it, honestly. I'm just like... I read this and I'm like, sure, yeah, he... Listen... I, I don't know what it's like to share my body with another soul. So if Gege tells me that if sharing my body with another soul allows me to understand the contours of the soul, hey, I listen, he says it. I, I agree with him. I'm smiling and nodding. This, like, will conflict with another thing later, but let's continue. Okay, I'm curious to get to that. But um, Itadori is like, it's like everything I've said up until now was a complete lie. The words came from so deep inside of me that it just undid everything. And he says, I'm gonna, f- I'm gonna kill you. And then we get our uh, mid card. And do you ever do you ever love someone so dearly that your their death undoes your entire like morality on murder? I mean, he's not really a person, so I don't think it's a problem. I mean, they, they're, like he's a per- he's enough of a person for Itadori to feel like. I I think he's enough of a person to like he he. They do make the distinction where Mahito is like, oh, don't you mean exercise me, little Jujutsu sorcerer? Right. But, like, even if we're doing even if we're doing semantics here, I don't think this is, like, a thing Itadori would split hairs over. I think, like, Itadori from last episode would not have, would not have said something like this without the death of Junpei. Yeah, true. But that, what happens next? Mahito does a lot more licking, which I was told was not his thing, but now he's doing this. He is doing it a lot. I did not remember him doing it this much in the manga, but uh, I maybe I I was simply I was simply misremembering. It's it's entirely possible. It happens all the time. Um, But uh, yeah, we get back from the we we get back from the uh, the eye catch and uh, Mahito is like, don't you exercise me, Jujutsu Sorcerer? Uh, And Itadori, uh, uh, well, no, we see we see uh, we see dead Junpei fully cheeked up on the floor of the hallway. So sad that he died making a clap on Instagram. (laughs) Like his ass is just all the way out. Yeah, but there's nothing else. He's only ass. He's got no front bits. He, yeah, he's just all, all of his all of his power was was diverted to the ass. That's that's why his technique is poison because he's got that he's got that 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 farty ass. I see. <laughs> I'm sorry that I said Junpei has that farty ass. You should apologize <laughs> one more time. I'm sorry that I said Jinpei has a farty ass. All right, you can now continue. <laughs> I've said my, I've done my 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 uh whatever the fuck I've done my Lord's prayers. Yes. Um. 
Mahito was like, Itadori has no regard for his own life, and Geto has told me don't force him into a binding vow with a hostage situation. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, that's not... He didn't say Geto has told me. He said Geto forbade me. Interesting. That's that's also a different translation from the manga, which is that just the Geto doesn't want him doing that. Mm, interesting. Making me think. I'm I'm curious if this is like I'm cur- I'm really curious if this is just like a suboptimal translation, or if this is like this is Gege like jumping back and being like I want to sculpt this line a little bit more for future implications. Mm-hmm. I'm curious. Interesting. Anyways. Um, he's like, hey, uh, maybe if I, maybe if I'm strong enough, I'll make him think that he has to use Sukuna. Um, and then if, if Junpei's death wasn't enough to make him angry, I will just transfigure every single student in the school right in front of him until he, uh... Yeah, there are more children for me to turn into balloons and stuff. Yeah. Um, he's like, this is... But he's like, oh, we're a bad matchup. This is a bad matchup for me. This is like a 2080 at best. Yeah, we're, we're, uh... Why is he my natural enemy? And the way this is the way this is in the manga is weird because it's just like, uh, it doesn't. He doesn't say why are you my natural enemy. It just says it just has like the same text that they use for whenever someone uses a curse technique. Uh, it just says mortal enemy over Itadori's face, which is pretty good. Because <laughs> he's going to kill him. Um, but he uh, Mahito is like, well, this is all a great plan, but this is assuming that I'm stronger than him. So let's let's just get fighting, and they fight. Um, Mahito grows wings and does Kar's, uh, ultimate life form shit, uh, and runs away. Um, they both, like, pause for a minute and they have a realization that they're, that they're like, okay, well, I can't keep going for grabs and throws on this. Uh, and Mahito's like, I, I can't get bigger to make him a bigger, to give him a bigger target. Itadori says, well, in that case, no matter how many times it takes, I will hit this man a bajillion times. I'm gonna fucking beat his ass. But then Mahito's like, I need a, I need a form designed to kill, a, a, a machine, machine designed only for killing type beat. Um, and he turns his arm into a bunch of like razor, like it, it's like Ivy from Soul Calibur, her whip. Yeah, I didn't really know what this device was. I assumed it was like some sort of Japanese traditional murder device. I think it's I like it, the way that it is used. It it just it literally just looks like the the sword that Ivy has in Soul Calibur, except for like four of them. Yeah, it's like a bunch of whips or something. Yeah. but it also looks like razor blades. Um, yeah, um, and then Itadori gets knocked out the window by that, and then Sukuna stands there and ex- turns his arm into a drill and blasts it at Itadori. Um, Itadori dodges it uh, and grabs the uh, uh, Mahito was not able to is not able to like separate this drill from him. So like there is still like a Mahito rope that is connecting the drill to Mahito. Um, Itadori grabs it and is like, all right, I'll just fucking do this shit. And then Mahito does a smirk and makes spikes come out of his, his rope where, uh, Itadori's grabbing him and puts the holes in his hands. And Itadori's like, okay, now I've just got a stronger, I guess you just gave me a stronger grip, bro. And like, like hauls him out the window and slams him into the ground. It rules. Yeah. And Mahito says, you know, most people would have liked Yeah. (laughs) Thankfully, Itadori is not most people. I do not have brain in my head. Um, so Itadori goes in for the uh, Itadori goes in for a big hit, but Mahito smiles and makes spikes come out of his tummy, uh, and stabs Itadori in the chest. Um, and he tries to transfigure Itadori with idle transfiguration. He's like, "You can't beat me. Hurry up and switch with Sukuna." But then he enters Sukuna's uh, mind palace, <laughs> uh, and Sukuna's like, "You trying to touch my soul, dude? You are not." Well, 
I guess since it was epic when we laughed at that brat's friend dying, <laughs> that was pretty cool. So uh, I'm going to let you... That was so funny, bro. Bro, remember when we were both making fun of the, the teenager whose boyfriend died in front of him? That was so That was good. good. So I'll let you off with a warning this time, but don't come in here again. Know your place. And Junichi Suave turns up the fucking heat and it's just says, know your place, fool. And I and I am experiencing He's very sexual he is. toward everyone. A lot of, lot, of sexu- lot of sexual men in this in these two episodes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's my thing about this sure. part. So Mayuto says that Itadori has two souls, right? Mm-hmm. And one of them is Itadori's soul and one of them is Sukuna's soul. So why is touching Itadori touching Sukuna's soul? Um, I think that it's... I, I don't think it's that exactly that, but I think it's that, like, an attempt to touch one of the souls touches both of the souls. I don't know. Does that make sense? Like, it makes sense, but only if the other thing isn't true, where, like, you're aware of the outline of your soul, like, the two souls are separated. Hmm. But maybe maybe this was Mahito trying to force Sukuna out, and he was actually like trying to touch Sukuna's soul here. But then Sukuna was like, "You're touching my soul. You're trying to force that." Okay. I, yeah, I think that's what the idol transfiguration was supposed to be. He was trying to like force Sukuna to come out. But then that would imply that the thing Nanami says later, where uh, the idol transfiguration doesn't work on Itadori, isn't true. Hmm. Like I could see it, like possibly being like sort of like what Nanami did, where like. Because he's so aware of his own soul, it can't be transfigured because he has a guy that lives in him. So he's like, well, this is my soul and not the other guy. Yeah, that might that might be it. But then it's like two different explanations at the same time, which is kind of annoying. It is. I think these things, I think these things hard, I think this, this hardens up later on, but uh, this is still. I mean, I'm willing to take like just anime wiping it under the rug reasons, but. I don't know. I would like it to be a little more confirmed. What's interesting about this to me is that Ichidori seems completely unaware of the fact of what just happened. Uh, because he, yeah. Mahito comes back to his senses and is, and Ichidori's like, didn't you hear what I just said? I'm not going to change. I am going to kill you, bro. Yeah. And it's good. Well, well, Itadori wasn't in the, the skull dimension. How could he know? Right, but like, I, I, I would have expected him to feel like at least like, I don't know, like the vibes of someone else like mucking around in, on, in the soul inside of his body. Yeah, that's just, I don't know. He claims to be aware of the outline of his soul. Doesn't even know. I think. I think maybe this is Mahito. Maybe this is Mahito doing the same overthinking that he is. That he accused Junpei of. Yeah, doing. I think Mahito is a bit wrong on this. Yeah, it's entire, I, I think it's entirely possible that we are just taking Mahito at his fa- at his face of knowing everything when he might not actually know everything. Yeah, because like when Mahito is like, "Oh, he's so aware of the outline of his soul. That's why he can punch my soul." I'm like. Itadori has never thought about a thing while punching in his life. <laughs> That's so true. Um, but then, so Itadori's like, I'm going to fucking kill you. And then just headbutts him six billion times. Yeah, and then there's like a yucky panel of his messed up face, which I assume was like taken directly from the manga. Yeah, Itadori like, yeah, it, it, yeah I'm looking at the panel right now. Itadori's like, all right, I'm going to kick <laughs> you and finish this once and for all. I'm going for the final blow. But then Mahito did, Mahito did snake, Mahito did worm things and got out from in front of him. Uh, and turned his hand into a mace and is about to kill uh, Itadori with it. But then yeah. Nanami shows up and cuts his hand off. A sexual father arrives to save the day. We love him. Again. More questions about this. Uh, how did Nanami get in the veil? Uh, um, the That is... Expl- Hold on, I gotta pull up the actual quote from Mahito when he makes the veil. Mahito said that the only people who can get in are those with weak curse power. 
Uh, let me... So, does Nanami have weak curse power? I guess because it's not after hours. Okay, in the, in the manga he says can't get in, can get out. But this but this only applies to humans with weak cursed energy. So I think that I think that's supposed to say that like he can this barrier can uh keep this can Oh, they said it in the opposite order in the Yeah, the, I, another another translation thing, I think. Um the this only applies to humans with weak cursed energy. So like this barrier is only effective against those who have because this is like the first time Mahito has done a barrier, uh it's only effective uh for people who are not who does not who do not have much cursed energy. Oh. Okay. So Mahito was, or Nanami was able to just stroll right through and go sicko mode. Oh, I thought he was, like, trying to keep out, like, adult Jujutsu sorcerers on purpose. No, because because he says, like, like a, uh, uh, he, he says uh, a curtain without prior announcement, uh, Ghetto says a curtain without prior announcement will certainly be reported by the windows immediately. I hope you get what you want. Um, and I think that's just to be, like... You don't have a lot of time for this one, man. You gotta fucking hustle. There's gonna be there, oh, the the, okay. the alarm's gonna go up in a minute, dude. Nanamine says, "I'll lecture you. I'll lecture you later." What's up? And Isidori's like, "There were two people that I couldn't save." And Junpei, mm-hmm. did I is the other person that he's talking about? Junpei's mom. I think he means the poisoned guy. Did he die? He was poisoned. I mean, people get poisoned without dying all the time. He seemed extremely dead to me. Maybe, maybe so. Um, Nanamin is like, okay, dude, but what about you? And Itadori is like, I'm full of holes, but otherwise I'm doing fine. And uh, <laughs> Nanamin says, that's not fine. Yeah. In the manga, uh, it's, uh, well, Itadori is like, I-, I couldn't save Junpei and his mom. So that, okay, in the manga, it is explicit that he could, that the people he's busted up about are are, are Junpei and his mother. And, he- and Nanami is like, well, he's always thinking of others. Everyone else comes first. And how are you? Itadori says, I'm fine. Just got some holes in me. And uh, Nanami is like, fine? <laughs> Not fine. But a bunch of, stu- a bunch of students. 12 discrete holes in you. A bunch of students and teachers are taking a big nappy in the gym right now. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, Nanami or Mahito says, you're looking good, seven to three hairstyle sorcerer in the manga. <laughs> I don't know where the yeah. hairstyle comes from, but he, he does have the hairstyle. He's got the style. Like, everyone in this show, every character in the show has such a distinct hairstyle that to call one of them a hairstyle person is really funny to me. He definitely, Nanami's hairstyle looks like he works at it the most, I would say. That's true. That's true. I think Fushiguro probably prunes a lot. (laughs) Yeah, but he's, like, going for the, like, casual, like, oh, I didn't even try, but I tried. Yeah, I I get you, I get you. Um, but, uh, he's like, hey, I'm glad we're both okay. How about a hug, dude? Uh, and then Nanami's like, wait, dude, why is his nose bleeding? And Ichido's like, oh yeah, I hit him. Uh, did you get touched? Yeah, he touched me. Uh, and then Nanami's like... Ichido says, oh yeah, I also thought it was weird that he was a curse with blood. What's up with that? <laughs> he's, yeah, he said, well, this stuff should be purple or yellow or something. <laughs> <laughs> then it would be more believable. Um... That's what he said. Uh, Nanami's like, yeah, my attacks don't affect him, but let's just barrage him with blows and then Nanami thinks to himself well either his face his attacks don't work on Itadori or he has a reason not to kill him either way let's just beat the shit out of him and uh then uh they say all right let's exercise this guy right here right now and Itadori says I got it and that's the end of the episode wow the end of the episode and there will be no more episodes after this this juju stroll is just a little bit silly this juju stroll is silly there's like like three transfigured humans playing with uh like Oh, you thought they were transfigured humans? That's what I took them as, yeah. Oh, they just looked like the funny little Oh, they look like flyheads too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, maybe that's what they are. Um, 
the uh, they're playing with like a little like uh, I uh, I'm trying to think of a game that's like analogous to this. It's it's pop up pirate. That's what it's what? called. This is the, it's pop up. This pirate. is a thing. Yes. Let me, oh, what pop up pirate? This is a thing. Oh shit! Damn, they're playing pop up pirate. It's pop up pirate. And when it explodes, uh, when it explodes, it or when it when it goes off, they all run away, and it's funny. It's cute. It's cute. Yeah, I liked the little guys. Yeah. But then, okay, so after this juju stroll, there's like a next time on thing, and it has like scenes and stuff. So, is there an episode next week? I think that there's. I think there's going to be uninterrupted. Oh, the core is starting. But wait, it said that the second core was in January. Um, I think I I think they're I think they're airing this as an imbalanced core, a thirteen thir- or a, an, an imbalanced season, thirteen episodes of the first for the first core and tw- and eleven for the second. Mm-hmm. So there will be an episode. Next I week. think so. Like all the all the websites I'm seeing say yes, there's an episode next week. But I mm-hmm. uh I I will not I do not take my word on this. If I am wrong, I apologize. I I'm sorry. I posted cringe. If I'm wrong, no, I wasn't. Um, and now we're gonna go to Kay's theory corner. The we're gonna go to play. We're gonna, oh, right. we're gonna play some interesting no comment. Okay, so there were some things announced for the the second core, and one of them was the what do they call it? Like the promotional the, image. Re- released the promotional image for the Kyoto Goodwill arc, and in it we can see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve little friends. And there's six from each team. And of course, we know the ones who are from uh, Jujutsu Tech. Yep. We see Itadori, Fushiguro, Inumaki, Normal Maki, Panda, and Kugasaki. Mm-hmm. That's the order they're in, which is a little fucked up that Kugasaki is last. But what can you do? Kugasaki gets to do some shit this season. Don't, don't let, don't let you, I don't want you to think that that's representative of what she gets to do this next arc. She gets to do some cool shit. Okay. Now, on the other side, uh, the I guess the Kyoto School... We have Toto, we know mm-hmm. him. And then we have some sort of, like, hemomancer, who we don't know, but he looks fun. Mm-hmm. We have uh, Mai, who is the sister that we met. Yep. We have some sort of robot-type man shooting a blast, perhaps. Mm-hmm. We have Miwa, we know her. We love her. And then we have, um, we have a Kiki's Delivery Service. <laughs> There's a, a girl on a broom, and she has broom hair also. She's she's good. And now I will uh, just say everything I think about these characters from this image. The first thing is something I already posted in the Discord about how Fushiguro is doing a brand new hand signal here uh-huh. that we have not seen before. Of course we have seen, uh, I'm going to do them along with, everyone do them along with me. We've seen dog. I know dog. We've seen bird. I know bird. We've seen frog. I don't know how to do frog off the top of my head. Frog is just circle. Like, you put your two thumbs at the top together, and then your all of your other fingers at the bottom together, and that's frog. Okay. I'll take your word for it. And then snake is just, you make, like, a chompy hand with one hand. Yes. These are the ones we've seen. But the one that Fushiguro is doing in this art is, like, you make, like, a, like, a let's go rams, or whatever. <laughs> the, the two fingers up. And then you put that, like, horizontal. And then you put your other hand on top of it, like, kind of like a little curve on top and this is the creature that you've made and Kay, what does that what does that creature look like to you i think it's an elephant i did a lot of research about this which was i turned off all the lights in my room and i turned on the flashlight on my phone 
And I made this a shadow puppet, and I turned it in every direction. And I think that it's an elephant. Okay. Like, the two up fingers are the tusks, and then, like, the bottom fingers are the trunk. It actually looked pretty good. I was like, damn, this is a bit of an elephant to me. So I do think that Fushiguro will be summoning a large elephant. All right. And I think that we'll like to see it. Any other theories? The rest of the characters that we already know aren't really doing anything particularly interesting or special. Uh, Maki has, like, a fancy staff, I guess, that we probably haven't seen before. And uh, uh, Kugasaki has her, her voodoo doll, but we've seen her do this before. Interesting on the other side, so... Here are my predictions about the characters that we don't know. Uh, the Kiki's Delivery Service girl, I'm worried that we're going to see her underwear because she is on a broom and you can like see a lot of thigh in this picture. So I do think we'll probably see her underwear and we probably won't like I it. don't, personally speaking, I do not recall seeing her underwear. Now, granted, I, 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 am, I am constantly saying I do not see it when she does, when, when anime and manga do, do look at sexy underwear, but I have not seen it. Otherwise, she seems nice. She seems like she has a nice personality. She's very blonde, and she has, like, blue eyes in this, so maybe she's, like, a, a transfer student from the West, perhaps. That'd be pretty good. Which is how anime likes to do white people. Yeah. You, you see you see what um, Miwa's got in her hands? Miwa has a big sword, which we're very excited I'm about. Hu- I'm, I'm, Miwa has when, a katana. When, when Miwa pulls out her big sword, I'm going to pop huge. I'm popping huge just lo- just looking at it. Right. So I guess we don't know anything about her abilities, but since she's like the guard of the old, old man, I would assume she's from like a, a fancy family of like special techniques. So I do think that she'll have some sort of power. Can I give you... Not like the twins. Can I give you sure. a contextless spoiler for one, for something? I guess. Just a, fun, just a fun phrase that I want to say. Okay. Kugasaki smacks someone in the head with her hammer. Well, that's fine. She did that to the panda. She should do it again. <laughs> yeah, she just kills. She just kills panda as soon as the as soon as the six v six starts. It's good. Okay, next there's a robot, and I do think that this is cheating to have a robot on your team. But I guess the other team has a panda, so they're gonna have to let it slide. Mm. I can't really like discern a lot of information about this robot. He has like a ribbon tied around him, which is kind of cute. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess I am assuming that it's a man, just because it has, like, the traditional male outfit. Yeah, you're correct. I'll, I'll tell you that one. Maybe, I don't really, I'm just not getting a lot of vibes from the robot. Uh, I'm not interested in him yet, but I guess we'll see. I will say, this This is not, like, a particularly high, I guess this is not, like, a super high bar to clear, but I am enjoying the fact that almost half of the characters on this poster are women. One, two, three, yeah. Five out of seven? I mean, four. Or 5 out of 12? Yeah, if the friend team had one more girl, it would be even. Yeah. But listen, Inumaki... Listen, let, let, let's, let, let's let Inumaki get some hormones. Inumaki has, like, very pretty eyelashes in this. And I mean, so does Fushiguro. Yeah. Okay, so next uh, we have my. We already know her. But what's interesting in this is she is wearing, like, a like a normal school uniform. Yeah. Like, the, like the uniform for Jujutsu Tech. Even though the rest of her team is, like, not wearing that. Uh-huh. So I thought that was a little weird. Because she was very distinctly not wearing that when we met her. Because Kugasaki wanted her outfit. And then there's this brand new guy who is, like, summoning a blood spiral. I assume it's a blood spiral. It looks like blood mm-hmm. to me. He's, like, some sort of, like, hemomancer kind of thing. I think that he looks like Ghetto. So I think that there will be something there. Okay. 
Because don't you think he looks like him? Because he has like kind of the same. He does a little bit, yeah. Like face and eyes, like the eyes specifically. Yeah, I can see. I can see where. Yeah, I see what you mean. It it, it does seem like uh, like magic techniques are like passed between families. Mm-hmm. So if like Ghetto has become evil, apparently, apparently you would like assume that he was good at some point. So maybe this is like part of his family. Yeah, he he fucked while he was good, and then. <laughs> <laughs> or like a brother or something. Um, I, I like how Mai is just like throwing all of her bullets away. Like yeah, I know those. I, listen, I know those are shell casings, but I'm still just imagining Mai saying, "Okay, watch me do this shit," and unloading her entire gun. And another another point to this blood man being perhaps related to Ghetto is like having a magic ability of blood is like a fairly evil thing to have. I would say that. So if you were like an evil cursed man who went to join the curses and your power was blood it would make sense does is this the, is this the first time you're seeing kugasaki with her jacket open like this no she opened it in the episode when she used that okay thing. I could, oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right you're right episode. you're right and then the final friend is toto we know him yeah. last time we saw him he was being very rude to fushiguro but here he's looking at yudori and he's not seeming mad at him which i'm interested in because, like, if he was, like, crying or, like, mad, mad face, but he's like, oh, this will be a fun fight. And he has only said that about his friends who have funny fetishes. So I'm interested in <laughs> Itadori telling him that he loves uh, big booty white bitches and seeing what Toto will say to that. <laughs> he would not... Damn, he does just... Itadori does just tell him to say, I love big booty white bitches. And Itadori... Toto is just gonna, like prostrate himself on the floor and say yes yes you are the rival i've been searching for my whole life <sighs> and that's my predictions for the next season all right i don't know what's gonna happen with this mahito fight but that's not important anymore yeah the mahito fight the mahito fight is no longer my friend now my best friend is toto toto itadori punching moments damn you love thick bitches too <laughs> all right we got some questions so we have questions uh, we slide in at Royal Baddie says, if Junpei went to Juju, went to Juju Tech, what would his relationship with the other first years be like? Um, I think, I, I think Kugasaki would take him shopping and I think Fushiguro and him would bond over having, having spirit pets. I do think that he would get along with Fushiguro cause they're both kind of a bit gloomy. But they're both, there's two, want, they're two Sasuke's. Love. <laughs> oh my God. What if two Sasuke's? And they do both have pets. I would love to see the jellyfish and the dog be friends. Um, I think that Kugisaki would do another, like, rude appraisal of him. And be like, damn, this guy's so stuck up. (laughs) But they would get along eventually, just like she gets along with Itadori and Fushiguro. Right, it would just take a minute or two. Yeah. Uh, Bingus Hoot. And of course, uh, Junpei and Itadori would be dating. Yeah, of course. Uh, Bingus Hooters at Anti-Traction has asked, We saw Mahito turn into a worm, parentheses nude, parentheses bad. What animal would it be good to see him become a nude one of? Well, all animals are nude, traditionally. Yes. Though I am really enjoying uh, the idea of Mahito as, like, just a dog in, like, one of those puppy sweaters. Oh. Uh, like an animal that he could become for a purpose, or just for Just for fun. fun. Oh, damn. Um... I'm trying to think of things that animals that I want to see Mahito as. I I don't want to see him as animals. I want to see him as like personas of certain animals. I don't want to see him as any of the animals. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Like it was fun when he had deer feet, and it was fun when he had wing arms. Yeah, but when he was just a full-on worm, uh, not for me. The worm was troubling. 
Speaking of worm... Because it still had the hair. Uh, speaking of worm, Agnian at Slitherbite asks, Worm Mode Mahito reminds me of the Fluke Man from the X-Files because they're both bad to look at. Which horror movie monsters would Mahito like because they're super fucked up? Um, I think Mahito would be a big fan of uh, uh, of Michael Myers of Halloween oh, fame. Well, he, he canonically went to go watch Human Earth. Yeah. So I guess that's like Human Centipede. Yeah, he would love Human Centipede. He, he would love that. seeing the, the... He thinks that movie is so fucking funny. Mahito sees that as like, oh, damn, I gotta I gotta stitch the people's mouths to some other people's buttholes and make this, make this happen. Mm-hmm. Mahito goes to see Tusk and he's like, damn, I wish I thought of this one. <laughs> Worst possible animal for Mahito to shapeshift into would definitely be walrus. <laughs> Do not do this thing. Uh, one bad spook and she do what I zoinky at Groove and Ghastly. Do you think Cars and Mahito would be friends? No. Me neither. Cars, like, uh, he values life and Mahito traditionally does not. That's true. They're like the exact opposite in morals, actually. Yep. But they do both have wing arms. Uh, Stephen Moore at Marshmallow has two questions. What would everyone bring for a Jujutsu, Jujutsu High movie night? Uh, Jun, Jun, you know Junpei's rolling up with Human Earthworm too. He's bringing, like, foreign films that no one likes. Right. <laughs> They're all so fucking mad at him for these fucking shitty movies. And Itadori is like, no, you have to support my boyfriend in his fucking shitty movies. Even yeah. though he falls asleep 20 minutes in. Yeah. Uh, I, I could see... Maybe, like... Hmm. I want someone to bring The Secret Life of Kells, but I don't know who that would be. Wait, is it what movie they're bringing or we're bringing? What movie they were bringing. Oh, Okay. That's what I assume uh, the question is. All right, what, what, okay, what movie would you bring for a Jujutsu High movie night? I think I think the movie that I would bring is definitely Shaun of the Dead. Oh, like a funny movie. Like a funny movie, but also a horror movie. Yeah, that's definitely the vibe you would want to bring to these children. Scream, they... scream, scream. It's scream. The answer is scream. <laughs> Wait, no, but hasn't like Junpei technically seen those? Like He's seen like the version of them that exists in this world, right? Um, probably, but like that. Hey, listen, I've seen Scream like eight times. I will yeah, still watch Scream if you movies. offer it to me. Yeah, actually, the the play for this is to make sure you pick a movie that Junpei likes, because if you don't, he'll just be talking the whole movie about how shitty it is. Yep. Yeah, that's the play. That is the play. Uh, lastly, uh, at Marshmallow asks, "What does it even mean to be someone who doesn't look good with green onion?" I don't know, but I'm I'm trying to live my life as a bitch who does not look good with green onions. Well. Like, she's wearing, like, leather pants, right? Like, she yeah. wants to be, like, a not... Like, to look good with Green Onion is to, like, look like a mom, right? To be, like, a... Just, like, a capital M mom character. And Junpei's mom wants to be, like, sexy MILF mom. And, like, not like a homemaker, you know? Yeah. Like, that's that's what I would think it was getting at. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to live my life like that, though. I, I Listen, I'm just a bitch who doesn't look good with Green Onions. I, I, I need to buy some leather pants. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the next step. Uh, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Special Grade and Snacks. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, if well, if there is, if it turns out that there is a break in episodes, uh, we will post about when the ne- what the schedule is looking like. So uh, keep an eye on the feed. Mm-hmm. We're at uh, Special Grade Snacks. That's Special Grade with no vowels and then Snacks S N A X. Um, I thank you very much to, uh, thank you very much to, uh, Agnian, uh, find them on Twitter at Kalolifair Art for doing our incredible, 
uh, our incredible podcast art, and thank you to uh, Noah Geist for our intro and outro music, Lost in the Bug Snacks. Uh, it mm-hmm. fucking bangs. I'm going to be so sad to say goodbye to Lost in Paradise. Thank you, Matt, uh, GameCube, and Noisepace.xyz, where this podcast is so graciously hosted. We love you. We love it. Uh, listen to... Uh, I finally just listened to the first episode of Kyle XY, the podcast that our friends uh, Jordan and Sam are doing about Kyle XY, the TV show from the 2000s that everyone, rem- that everyone remembers. It's a good show. The podcast, not the TV show. I don't know anything about the yeah, TV show. I can't vouch for the TV show. <laughs> yeah. I did like the podcast, though. Yeah, it's good. Um, and I think that's going to do it. So uh, let's go get some snacks. Let's go get some snacks. Yeah. Field.